Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Well, this is the Fight Night Daily Podcast. It is day three in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, ahead of the TalkSport exclusive Fight Night, of course, at the Diria Arena. It is Jake Paul against Tommy Fury. The expectation is growing and growing, and of course, it is free to listen to on TalkSport. We've spent the day mooching around Riyadh, haven't we, Spencer? We have. There hasn't really been any official media activity, so what we do is we find our own, don't we? So what we wanted to do is find out what this fight really means to normal people in Riyadh. So we went to a couple of the shopping malls, had a mooch about, just to try to find how excited people are. What did you find? What do you think? Well, what I found was that there seemed to be an appetite for the fight. You know, people knew it was going on. Yep. You know, a lot of yep. the locals knew it was going on and they were excited about it. You know, because of Jake Paul and his YouTube background, so the younger generation all know who he is. Mm-hmm. They want to see him fight. He's got, he's got a big following. He and has. Tommy Fury has equally got a big following. So, yeah, there's a, there's a real yep. appetite, actually. You know, if we go back to when Anthony Joshua boxed Andy Ruiz Jr. for a world heavyweight title fight um, back in 2000, December 2019, yep. from there, there was there was no real interest in the fight from the locals. A lot of people didn't know it was going on, but with this fight, the locals do know it was going on. It's on billboards everywhere yep. as you're going yep. in, you know, big pictures of the fight going on. So, yeah, yeah, there's, the, a, there's a big appetite. The Uber drivers have been picking your brains, the whole thing. So it's, it's, <laughs> they have, uh, they have. Well, you can just see it. You can see it. And, uh, and, and again, what we did notice again in the mall as well is the, the Ronaldo shirts, a bit more of him later on yes. maybe, because of course he's based just down the road here and we do here. He will be at the fight on Sunday night as well. So watch this space. Watch yep. this space. We'll maybe get a word with him. But as, as it is, in terms of Saudi Arabia, and putting on these fight nights. Yes. You mentioned, obviously, the Ruiz 2 fight with Joshua here, you know, back in December 19. There have been other fights, obviously, big events in Jeddah. But obviously, you know, the kingdom here, they want to put on these massive events. And in terms of boxing, they're very, very keen. We heard that at the press yeah. conference yesterday. Yeah. They want these big, big events. They've clearly got the money to pay for them. Mm-hmm. What I've seen here, you've been to Riyadh before, I haven't. I've been to Jeddah. But what you can see is when you go high up in any of the buildings, the all the land that's earmarked for construction the yeah. cranes that are going up i mean probably reminiscent of dubai springing out yeah. of the sand and yeah do you get that feeling absolutely i mean look like i say you know we go back just three years and, I, and i've seen this 
place grow like you know it's it's multiplied it's quadrupled yeah. in size you know when we was here before there was a lot of desert you know but now we've come here again and i was just oh yeah i was amazed we went to the four seasons hotel to interview um jake paul up there mate. and he was yeah but he was up there on the 44th floor and we had a great view of the city and how it's grown and it, it yeah i mean you're right in what you say as well. At the press conference, Prince Khalid showed his appetite again, mm. for not just for boxing, but for sport and how they want to bring sport here to Saudi. But they mentioned particularly how interested they are in boxing itself. And they said, you know what? We want to bring all the big fights with all the big names here and we want to keep bringing them here because we want this country to grow and be recognised as a sporting nation and boxing being the forefront of that. There is, of course, one fury in action at the weekend that we are here for, but you do get the sense the big man Tyson Fury is here as well. They're very interested in bringing him here uh, and again showcasing him against Alexander Usyk. Now, again, we've heard what John Fury's had to say. He says that obviously Usyk's got to step up and it, the money's got to be right or Tyson will take other options. I mean, wh where do you stand with this? So when we were talking about April the 29th, we thought it was going to be favourite here. Now yeah. we don't know what's happening with the fight. What do you take from the whole thing? Right, so April the 29th, I, I sort of guarantee the fight's not going here on April the 29th and I think that was all down to purse splits. The money that was on offer from the Saudis, like Fury wanted a bigger proportion of the split I think that um, Alexander Usyk wanted a 50% split so the, it, it wasn't going to work so the fight is now lo no longer taken here then we're hearing Wembley Stadium has now become the front runner and Wembley Stadium was going to be the one and we're still going with April the 29th spoke to Frank Warren about that he was very confident that was going to happen I'm not so sure it is now, Dom. Mm. I think that we're getting too close. You know, that is a fight of that magnitude needs a lot of planning. You know, yeah. and I think they're still very much in negotiations. Negotiations seem to have been broken down a little bit over these purse splits and, and where we're at with that. So I'm not sure when that fight's going to happen. Now, the interesting thing is, if that fight doesn't happen mm. on April the 29th, Will Tyson Fury start looking elsewhere? Now, we heard Eddie Hearn saying, listen, if that fight breaks down, Anthony mm. Joshua is ready to step in. Anthony Joshua will take that, but he doesn't want to do that until early part of the summer. So, I mean, we've been talking about this now for a couple of years, but there's so many moving parts in this heavyweight division. Yep. And as we stand right now, we thought we was going to get uh, Fury Joshua before Christmas. That looked like it was closer than ever. Negotiations <laughs> broke down, you know, and we had Dillian White stepping in and, you know, that was a little bit of a disappointment for the hardcore boxing fans because they wanted that fight so badly. Then we're thinking, right, we're going to get the undisputed. Finally, it's going to happen. All right, it's going to be in Saudi Arabia, but we're going to get Alexander Usyk versus Tyson Fury. That now seems to have broken down. Then we think we're going to get it at Wembley. That now seems to be broken mm. down. So where we're at with that right now is, I don't know, but Tyson Fury's out here. He's in, he's in brilliant form. You know, he's up for it. He's talking about, you know, fighting. He still wants to fight in April, but... Realistically, I think we're running out of time for that. So if not Usyk, I mean, obviously you mentioned one name there. Other names that keep popping up, Andy Ruiz Jr. And, yeah. you know, maybe a 17th fight with Deontay Wilder. Or however. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what, though? For yeah. the first four fights, I mean, I would, I would take that again. I mean, Fury was down and he showed incredible courage to get up. And, you know, he'd been down two times, been down four times. I mean... It's a fight that you would want to watch, isn't it? I mean, it's full of drama. But Deontay yeah, Wilder. Is it really, though? I mean, I, we, we, I get what you're saying, because it's, it's absolute nailed yeah. on excitement. I get what you're saying. But, you know, again, the Joshua fight, are we, are we going to just get bored of hearing about that? Yeah. And also the Usyk fight. Come on, these are, yeah. the, these are the belt holders. These are the, sure. the two main guys. If they can't get it on, it's a disaster for yeah. heavyweight boxing. Let's I face it, it, surely. I get it. Of course it is. It's, you know, it's not, it's, you know, it's a fight 
that we've just mentioned yeah. there that we've wanted to see that have fallen through, you know, for political reasons within our sport. But let me give you this, Dom. Let me put this on the table so we go, right, Anthony Joshua. Uh, uh, sorry, Anthony Joshua. Um, Tyson Fury. Yep. Let's say Tyson Fury and we say, right, we're going to get that date. It's going to be April the 29th. You know, this is a fantasy fight that I'm talking mm. about right now. Fantasy, fantasy world. And so would you go Deontay Wilder, five, or would you go, would you go um, Andy Ruiz Jr.? Five. Four. <laughs> Andy uh, Ruiz Jr.? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't care. Oh, you want a Usyk. I know what you're saying, Absolutely. but I, I know it's a theoretical I thing. Yeah, and again, I know, I know what you're it. saying. And Wilder's yeah. guaranteed excitement. Yeah. And Ruiz, yeah, it could be horrible, messy. Yeah. It could be John yeah. McDermott yeah. back in the day. Do you know what I mean? It could yeah, be something like that. Just, it'd be very hard for him to get up for a fight like that. I, I think get, what, I get what we want saying. is, what we want is, we want to see the big man. We want to see the, you know, the, the, um, the king of our modern era, Tyson yeah. Fury. We want yeah. to see him in the ring again. And we want to see that soon. That's yeah. for sure. And I know Fury wants that as well. Right. The name that you did start on when we talked about the heavyweights was Anthony Joshua. Of course, Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua and, and what we have been talking about it's been a talking point for a few days and Eddie Hearn's been talking about Conor Ben now because we can't escape this it's, yeah. this is a, a WBC we have a you know a cruiserweight title fight on the line on Sunday night Maritzu Suleiman who you've spoken to tried to give his take on this situation but we've had now Conor on the offensive a bit haven't yes, we we've seen we some have. back back and forths with you know the likes of Chris Van Heerden he's certainly not happy no Chris Algieri, who's given Connor short shrift in a big way. Yeah. Errol Spence and Connor have been going at each yeah. other as well. What do you make of Connor's kind of offensive about all this? Well, listen, look, we, we, we know what's happened. Everyone knows what's happened. We, you know, we're not stupid in what's happened. I think the WBC, by the way, have been very weak on this situation by allowing this to happen. I, I interviewed uh, Mauricio Suleiman. You can mm. get that on the TalkSport Boxing YouTube channel. Have a look, little look at that. I was trying to push him. I was trying to get the answers that we wanted. We're talking about the 270-page uh, document. You know, why he's allowed it to go through, etc. Mauricio's answer to me was, you're pushing me in a corner. You're trying to push me in a corner. I went, well, yeah, I am actually, mate, mm. because we need the answers. For what reason? You know, are you saying, well, there's no evidence that, you know, it could have been contaminated eggs? Come on, mate. I'm not swallowing that. No one, no, no, none of these people that are swallowing it. None of the public are swallowing mm. it. And I think Conor Ben's response to that has not been good. And it hasn't gone down well. You know, by him basically sticking his fingers up at everyone and saying, well, that's what it is. I don't think it's good. And I think it leaves a stain on the sport. The WBC have put him back into the rankings. Well, that's fine. But let me just explain what that means to the mm. people. That means absolutely nothing. The WBC have put him in there. That's fine. But he's not sanctioned. That's a governing body. But he's not sanctioned anywhere in the world. Now, what I will say is the British Boxing Board of Control have to take a stance on this because... If, they, if they're weak on this and they backtrack and somehow allow Connor to have his license back without any sort of evidence, apart from what he's presented to the WBC, which is not enough, if they allow that, then it's going to be, it's going to make them look like the boxing board of no control. And it's going to be bad and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a chance for all other boxers to say, well, listen, if he can get away with it, well, why not then? Why, you know, why don't we all do it? And that's where I stand on it. I'm strong on it. I don't think it's right. I think that, you know, drugs within our sport is not good. We're mm. in a sport that is effectively very dangerous. You know, we, we, we've seen things in the past. I'm, I'm living proof of that. You know, you look at the likes of Gerald McLennan and other fighters, people get hurt. Mm. So we don't need drugs within our sport. And I think that for Conor Ben, if he wants to resume his career, he needs to present the evidence. As it stands right now, he's not spoke to the British Boxing Board of Control at all. He's not presented anything to them. He's, he's actually, the Boxing Board of Control have asked him to give his 
evidence to clear his name, but they've not had that. Mm. I, know, I know this for a fact. We spoke to Robert Smith, myself and Simon Jordan had him on our show, and Robert said, as we speak, he's, you know, he's not responding to anything we say. So that's fine, Connor's back in the, in the WBC mm. rankings, but let's see some evidence, mate, because you know, you've still got to explain yourself. And that's why I think it's a very poor show from the WBC to say, well, we, you know, we're going to put him back in our rankings. I, I, you know, I'm not happy about that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But what we do know because life will move forward and there is an opportunity for Conor Ben to fight wherever he wants, not, not yep. in the UK at the moment. Now, if Eddie Hearn, who said that he'll be out by June at the latest, yep. so what is the roadmap? And I'm going to start you on one that has been mentioned over here because it's a fairly obvious one on many levels because Manny Pacquiao has been, to- has been spoken about for, as, a, as an opponent, opponent for Conor Ben. Now, yeah. he's not involved in politics at the level he was now, so he is free to fight, wants exhibitions, wants real fights, apparently. He wants the Conor Ben situation, or his advisors have said, that that has to be cleared up in terms of all of this, but they would be open to that. Now, yeah. again, because we're in Saudi here, yeah. I can see this being a perfect venue. We've talked about it being a perfect venue. There yeah. are 1.5 million Filipinos living and working in Saudi Arabia. Yes. We know what a star attraction he is. So it makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it, if they can overcome those hurdles? Absolutely. And listen, will the w- by the WBC saying we accept your evidence, we accept your document, that the 270-page document that you presented, and we put you back in the rankings, mm. is that enough to tempt Manny Pacquiao back into the ring. So that's, that is a, a good possibility. I know that all parties have been talking and that is a possibility. And that's where we could be, you know, we, we've heard Eddie Hearn being very vocal about, you know, Connor will be back in the ring and it yeah. could be as early as, you know, April, May, even June time. So early summertime. So that could be a po- good possibility what? because we know from other fighters, Dom, 
You know, when you look at other fighters, you've only got to go on Twitter or you listen to what's going on, you know, around. I, I'm, I'm in touch with a lot of boxers mm. and you listen to what they're saying. They're not happy about this situation. They want it cleared up. They're saying, listen, that ain't good enough, what's happening right now. You know, this excuse about the eggs and the et cetera. Like, that is not good enough. So from a boxer's point of view, speaking as an ex-fighter and listening to current fighters, mm. they're not happy. And, um, you know, they want more than what's been presented as we speak. But with the WBC and allowing them in the rankings, that might tempt Manny Pacquiao because he'll recognise that, you know, it's a big payday and they mm. may do some form of exhibition and here would be the perfect place. Or maybe not an exhibition. But the fact of the matter is anyway, what would then be the opportunities for Conor Ben? I mean, again, away from the UK, would it be the States? I suppose it could be Australia, where yeah. he's, he's, you know, yeah. spent part of his childhood, all the rest of it. What would you see? I mean, and again, and we know that anything can happen yeah. let's face it so what would you see so I, I i would i would lay my money on we know that eddie hearn's got big connections out in america you know that he's built up matchroom yeah. matchroom boxing over in america and he's got a great stable over there my betting would be as we speak knowing that i've spoke to robert smith and, and he's waiting for connor's team to contact him mm. and try and you know, get his license back. And, and so Robert's saying, until they present that evidence, you know, we're not giving his license back. My, I'd hench my bets on him, Connor boxing out in the States next. That's what, I, that's what I see him happening. I see him getting a license out in America and boxing out there. And perhaps that's why he was trying to taunt mm. Errol Spence Jr. and trying to get him to buy it and trying to get a massive showdown with someone like that. Because Connor don't want to go through those warm-up fights. He's been vocal about that. He wants the big names. So maybe that's where we see him happening, but I don't see him definitely not on our shores at the moment anyway. Well, back to Saudi, because of course we are here, we've been at the media activity so far. Now, tomorrow it is the weigh-in day, so we're going to be just down the road to see everybody weighed in. There's a good undercard. I mentioned before there's a WBC cruiserweight title fight, yeah. obviously. Alunga Makabu in against Badu Jack as well. So plenty of intrigue in that. Some really good young talent as well. We were talking yeah. to Paul Smith Jr. yesterday. Of course, he's managing a fighter. Saudi, who's based in Liverpool yeah. as well. Zizou, as they call him. Again, a really exciting talent. So there's lots to look forward to. And, and again, as we build up closely to it now, I mean, what do you want to see tomorrow? I mean, again, we've, we had the, all the drama at the end of the press conference yeah. with the winner takes all and all that business. So what are you expecting tomorrow? Well, listen, emotions will run high tomorrow. I know mm. that for a fact. A fight of this magnitude, emotions will run high. Both guys have got so much on the line. Both guys are so desperate to win. Emotions will run high. <laughs> and when emotions run high, we know that we get entertainment. And that's what you can guarantee tomorrow. I'm sure of that. I'm quite confident there'll be a bit of pushing, a bit of shoving, a lot of verbals going on. And um, yeah, it won't be a quiet one, that's for sure. You say a bit of pushing and pulling. That just reminds me of Carl Froch for some reason. A bit of pulling about, <laughs> pull about yeah. with George, with George, with George Groves. Groves yeah. Which reminds me again then, yesterday you were being a bit naughty. You were, oh. you were, you were trying to stir everything up. You were oh. getting messages from Carl Froch. You were playing them to Jake Paul. Jake Paul's yeah. reacted. I know that you're always talking to Carl anyway. You're trying to wind him up again. I mean, yeah. what, what, what are you trying to do here? I'm going to be doing it again, mate. I'm going back to Carl Froch because you saw the response. I spoke to Cole about it afterwards, actually, and he wasn't happy about that. You know the response from from Jake Paul. He's he's been quite vocal about it. He doesn't like his name being brought into it, and he said he felt very disrespected that Jake Paul said, "You know what? Go through Anderson Silva first, and if you do that, it's like a semi-final, and then you can box me." The, the Cobra's gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm the world champion. I'm the Hall of Famer, mate. I'm yeah. the I'm the name. You don't. I don't have to go through anyone. And he's going. Don't disrespect me like that. And Cole obviously said that he's going to flatten him, and he's going to do whatever. So, 
you know, off that interview that I'd done, and when I played Jake Paul that interview, I know that the Cobra wasn't happy, so I've, I've, I've given him a day just to calm down. Yeah. You know? I've just like, I know what he's like. He gets a little bit edgy, and he still keeps I, himself in shape. What? Do we know he's not going, on a flight over here, by the way? Well, listen, I don't know that. <laughs> and that's the thing, because I haven't heard from him today, I'm thinking, that's a possibility, that. So I'm thinking, right, let's see what happens. But yeah, the Cobra, he wants some. He wants some of it. I think he's um, he's not happy by Jake Paul's response. We know what Jake Paul's all about. It's the, you know, he sells himself well. Yep. You know, he talks the talk and, you know, and he delivers. So watch this space is what I'm saying. You, you don't know. The Cobra's name is in the hat. And we, <laughs> let's see what happens from here. Well, it's only in the hat if Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury. And that's what we're here for. Yeah. That is live and exclusive and free to listen to on TalkSport. We are going to be on air from 7 o'clock with the yes. undercard on TalkSport 2. 9 o'clock for the main event. And there's going to be so much content between now and then anyway. Obviously with the weigh-in tomorrow. I just want very briefly, anything changed? You've considered this for so long now about the fight. You're going Tommy. Have been up to now. Is that still the way? I'm staying with the Furies, mate. I've got to stay yeah. with Tommy Fury. You know, the, you know, the boxing background. Because John will get all the tomorrow and, and listen, yeah, yeah. yeah i've got to yeah. do some interviews with tyson i've got to do some interviews with john you know i'm i'm team fury mate i think that he's got he's got enough in the tank to win this fight but there's a little something that says you know you don't know jake paul could pull it off and that's what makes this fight so interesting this is by no means a one horse race and yeah i, I can't wait for it but yeah i think fury's gonna pull it off well we're getting a lot closer so of course remember go to talk sports boxing youtube channel get on there and subscribe you'll see all sorts of stuff these fight night podcasts are going to keep coming as well absolutely Lots of little yep. treats as well along the way you're going to be the star of the show again tomorrow no doubt of the way and as you were at the press conference well and, listen and I'm, I'm going to have a little go mate but let, let's see what happens on the night because on the night you may be the star of the show well, with certain interviews we're hoping to get there as well so What's Cole Frotch? What's this? No, not <laughs> Cole Frotch, mate. Not Cole Frotch. One well, Cristiano we'll Ronaldo. That would be the one, mate. If we can get him, if he's at that fight and he says he is, it's down to you, Dom. You're the football man. Thanks very much, Spence. Well, all the best. Thanks very much indeed for uh, watching the Fight Night podcast. This has just been day three. Yeah. More to come here from Riyadh in Saudi Arabia. 